Welcome. To Arcade Audio. Welcome to the Our Father podcast. This is Rich. About two and a half years ago, my producing partner, Rudy Mendoza, bugged a confessional in a Catholic church, revealing to us the deepest, darkest secrets of the congregation. We've been releasing these recordings as episodes of the podcast every two weeks. Rudy has since been presumed dead in Europe after being pursued by what I believe to be a Catholic secret society. Despite these dangers, I have decided to continue his work. This is Our Father, and on today's show, our confessor has a getaway plan. All right, now come in. Please be seated. Oh, thank you. Oh, it feels great in here. Oh, yeah, we uh, had a uh, climate control installed uh, in the uh, in the confessional just to just to keep air moving. Oh, that's so nice. Yeah, I've been working outside all summer, so it just oh. feels good to have some air conditioning. Um, uh, how long has it been since your last confession? It has been oh, somewhere between four and six months. I I went for my cousin's first communion. Mm. I was mm. back, and I just slipped in and did a quick one. Uh, but yeah, it's been it's been a while, I guess. Okay, that's what, that's all right. That's all right. There's there's no there's no time limit on it until I mean there's a there is a definite time limit on it. But right, yeah. But, well, yeah. Okay. So, Until then, though, you're good. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. All right. Cool. This will be good today, then. Yeah. Good. Excellent. Yeah. Whew. Okay. Oh, man. It is. A, maybe it's a little cold in here, actually. Oh. Uh, if, if you look to your left, you'll see a little uh, little box with a green arrow and a red arrow on it. Okay. Yeah. Just uh, tap the... I know this is counterintuitive, but tap the green arrow. Okay. Thank you for... That, I was going to tap the red for the heat, but that yeah, makes... No, yeah. Green for go. 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 Yeah. yeah when we... Oh, wait, why would it? Well, we got it at a discount because of the buttons. Oh, oh, I see. This wasn't originally an air condition. No, 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 no. Th- no, this was a. Uh, a we don't. I, we actually have no idea who built the confessional, but it's been here more or less as long as the church. So. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. The uh, yeah, the climate control is brand new. Well, um, what did you want to confess? Oh, yeah. I guess we'll get to that. I. Um, oh, sure. Yeah. Well, like I said, no, no, no I'm not rushing you. By the way, I just no, it's okay. I'm just, just you know, trying to notice things around the room to avoid it. Um, but you're right. I, uh, well, I've been working at uh, the summer camp. Um, oh, great, Saint Agnes's summer camp for the children mm-hmm. down the road. Yeah, no, Saint, so, Saint Agnes, Saint Agnes runs a good summer camp. Yeah, mm-hmm. what's well, the only one I've worked at? I, I can't, I can't compare it to the other ones. Saint yeah. Thomas Aquinas. I've heard the other counselors say great things. They're all, yeah, they're, and, they're fine. Uh, fine. Saint Simon's uh, as well. You know, there's a large. It shouldn't be competitive, but I feel like when I go back to school, people often say like, "Oh, you're at Saint Agnes." Yikes. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, it's just helping kids, right? It's not like winners or losers or anything, right? Right. That's right? what I thought. Right? That was my intention when I signed up. You know, yeah. obviously compensation for myself, but I didn't realize that we would be, you know, considered competitively with the other. Anyway, I'm the head counselor this summer. Oh, con- I should. I guess I should lead with that. Just I mean, c- to, congratulations. Thank if, you. St. Agnes. Yeah, yeah. Great. Yeah, that's, that is the reaction I've gotten from most people. Just, 
That's great. Mm-hmm. You're St. Agnes. Um, but yeah, I'm head counselor and I just need to get a couple things off my chest. Um, I have been, I've been taking materials from the camp. Oh, yep. Yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, that's something a lot of people do. They, you know, you start to realize like, oh, what's a pen? What's a, what's a pad of paper? What, you know, and then right. before you know it, you've got a whole desk full of office supplies that you don't even know where they came from. Right. This is a little bit bigger than that. Mm-hmm. I have been taking the canoes from the camp. The canoes? The canoes. Like from the lakeside? Yes, from the lakeside. I have roughly 15 to 18 canoes that I have taken over the course of the summer. I have I have follow-up questions. I guess I'll go through these one at a time. Okay. Uh, how do you sneak the canoes out? Right. That is a good question. I have a... My dad is a... Uh, driver for UPS mm-hmm. and he has a dolly in the back of his truck. So what I do is I mount the canoe on the dolly late in the evening, somewhere between the hours of two and 4 AM typically. And I just wheel it down highway 19, a couple of miles back to my house and I storm behind the woods. I live off County road four. Mm-hmm. So we have a large land plot with a large pine forest behind mm-hmm. our house. And I have the canoes stored throughout the pine forest. It makes sense. So this is a, a, a <laughs> so this is a this this isn't like an impulse thing. This is like like you you put thought and planning into right. This is oh. this is has taken I would say the past four past four years to really go through. The first summer was just obviously getting acquainted to St. Agnes and meeting other counselors and doing the job in earnest. And then the second summer, I had gone back to school, had realized. How I was, how our camp was perceived. So I obviously had a chip on my shoulder, and then at that point I was getting bullied pretty heavily by the other counselors at the camp as well. So then went back to school. Third summer is kind of when I turned on all the counselors and basically gave away all of the things that they were doing wrong to the uh, camp administrator, and then mm. they named me head camp counselor at the end of last summer because of that. So this fourth summer, I'm coming in as head camp counselor, and. No one likes me at all. Children, other counselors, the camp administrator also isn't a fan of me. So I have just taken to to taking the canoes as a vengeful plot um, against St. Agnes. And that's just why I came in today, Father. Well, uh, if if I can be honest, and this is, uh, you know, this is just my personal opinion on the matter. uh, It sounds like you're not a great head counselor. Wow. You know what? That's fair. Um, I can live with that. Yeah. And I I don't mean, you know, I don't mean to sound judgmental, but I mean, I I am being judgmental. uh, But uh, I feel like a like a like a good uh, head counselor who cared about the well-being of the of the kids and the other counselors would not pile up canoes in a forest. Right. And I I understand your point of view on that. Mm -hmm. And first of all, I don't want you to. Be hard on yourself for being judgmental, Father. You're just a person like the rest of oh, us. So I wouldn't hold that against you at all. I myself am pretty judgmental. And I would agree with that statement objectively. Like if I were in on your end hearing my confessional, I'd be like, you know what? That sounds pretty not cool, what you're doing, taking those canoes and keeping them from a nonprofit Catholic camp for underprivileged children who are looking forward to the canoe rides each summer. Mm-hmm. 
Yes, yeah, that would. But to the other end, uh-huh. I would I would ask for empathy in this situation, because being the head camp counselor is not an easy task. Oh, no, and, I can only imagine. You know, as others cope with drugs and alcohol and other vices in positions of power, you know, a classic supervillain trope I'm kind of falling into here. I feel that taking the canoes in the grand scheme of things might not be that bad. I'm wondering, is there a way that you you balanced it out? I mean, you know, uh, uh, take a canoe, give a uh, uh, floaty. I tried initially. So with the giant pine forest on our property, mm-hmm. when I would take a canoe back, I would chop down one of the pine trees. I would load that up on the dolly, wheel that back down the highway, and leave that in place of the canoe with an axe in it to inspire maybe a young child who wanted to build their own canoe, perhaps. Um, in doing so, though, I have stolen several of my father's axes mm. from our property and several of his trees as well. So my my act, I would say, is is mutually beneficial, but in a way that it does not benefit either party. So mutually destructive would be a more accurate phrase to what I've been doing. Have you ever heard the parable of uh, the old lady who swallowed a fly? I don't think I'm familiar, to be honest, Father. Oh, um well, uh, she, there's an old lady who swallows a fly, and okay. she doesn't want to have the fly inside of her, so she swallows a spider to catch the fly, and okay. uh, so on and so forth. And before you know it, she tries to swallow a horse, and, well, that you know leads to catastrophe and a tragic ending. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I guess my, my point is uh, sometimes by trying to fix one problem, we can actually exacerbate the existing problems if we haven't thought it through. Hmm. Wow. Have, have any of the kids uh, taken up your axe offer of... Making their own canoes? None yet. Huh. Uh, none yet. There is one There's one child, Thomas. He is incredibly gifted at archery, mm-hmm. um, biscuit making, uh, the slip and slide. He is a prodigy of the camp. And I was hoping of anyone that he would take the lead on constructing his own canoe. He's really a leader for the children. Capture the flag. He just sees the field really well. He's like Peyton Manning in the pocket. And I don't know. I think he would be a good hire for St. Agnes down the line when he gets old enough. But he was the one I was kind of counting on to maybe spearhead that. So I might just pull him aside and just talk to him and see if he would maybe lead the other kids in doing so. Because if that movement got going and they started constructing their own canoes, then I feel like that would take off a lot of the guilt from me in my situation. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did ask since no one's actually made a canoe. Right. You said you've stolen axes. Yes. So what happens is during this exchange, so when I take the canoes back to my property and I leave them in the woods, I am consistently overcome with a moment of resentment. And this has happened several times that I'm like, you know what? What if I chop down a tree and bring it back to the camp to replace the canoe? And like I said, this is happening consistently without Mm -hmm. fail every single time. The pattern itself is impressive despite the same results. I think we can agree on that. Oh, yeah. But in doing so, I go to the garage on our property and take my father's axe that he has purchased pretty much weekly at Home Depot to replace the axe that previously has been lost. Mm -hmm. And are you familiar with the film The Witch? Oh, uh, where it's two Vs instead of a W? Yes. Uh, Basic premise, haven't seen it. Okay, excellent. Um, I was was required by the the diocese to... Uh, protest and speak out against it. So it would have been weird. Oh, if I, had... I remember that protest. I actually saw it opening night, and I remember kind of fighting through the crowd in order to get mm-hmm. to the theater. <laughs> yeah, and you guys were very well armed. I may say, oh, not not with weapons, well, but, but with yeah. the crucifixes and, yeah. and the um, palm reeds. Yeah. It, 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 it brought a lot more attention to the film than it had previously been getting. Unfortunately, so it kind of right. backfired. 
Yeah, because then I feel like then there was that ironic people started dressing up as the priests protesting, mm-hmm. and then that's we're attending the movie with that in mind. It's, it's become like a whole Rocky Horror thing where they're showing it every uh, showing it once a month now at midnight. Are they still doing that? Really? Oh yeah, it's it's sold out. I, I I couldn't get tickets if even if I was allowed to. And that's been several years now that they've been doing that, yeah. and that's taken over the local landmark theater. Wow, I didn't realize that was still going on. Mm-hmm. They should do more. There should be an NPR story about that. I feel like there was. Oh yeah. Oh, you're kidding, man. I am not up in my pop culture. I guess. Yeah, it's it. There was the the protest was a spectacular failure in every way, shape, and form. But I hear the movie was good. Yeah, the movie was the movie was great. Yeah, yeah. And in that movie, um, well, it's kind of the same thing where the when the character takes one of the goods from the cabin and blames someone else, and there's only a couple people on the property. Uh, a very strange power dynamic comes apart, and people start blaming each other for having secret powers. So right now, I have been in my father's ear saying that my mother is the one taking the axes, mm. and um, I'm kind of creating. A lot of disconnect between the two of them right now. Um, they haven't talked in weeks. Mm-hmm. So that's another thing that I probably should bring up today. The, uh, the, the shredding of the uh, family ta- uh, tapestry. Right, so the shredding of the family tapestry and just, you know, really breaking apart. At this point, we now have, I guess, the camp isn't doing too well. And my father's business is starting to fail a little bit. And then his relationship with my mom is going down a little bit as well, which is tough because I'm actually very close with my father. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He is my best friend, I would say. So I I do have to ask, uh, Mm -hmm. you've been blaming your mother for taking your father's axes. Right. Uh, Who's getting the blame for the canoes? For the canoes, oh, that is a fun. So that's actually Thomas, Mm. the the star child that I have been bragging about so frequently. Yeah, he... uh, because, well, and that's one of those things where I feel like he is able to surpass that because people look up, to, like, the, he is such a big star at this camp right now that even with that on his record weekly, it is still, the camp administrator is still overlooking that because his parents actually are big donors for mm. St. Agnes. And they also support a lot of the, the other local parishes with more monetary gifts. And mm-hmm. St. Agnes, they're able to donate a lot less than they do with the other parishes, but that still is you know, a good amount for what St. Agnes is. So uh, I, I feel like uh, on the one hand, you're inspiring this kid to be the best he can be. But on the other, you're, he's also being taught that uh, uh, basically he can get away with anything as long as his parents have money. Yeah, that is a lesson that I feel like we're all learning in this process, which, oh, is, which is true, that his parents' money and his own good looks and charm and skill are allowing him to supposedly carry on a villainous activity without repercussions. And that is something that could translate into all of his future activities, which is in the one hand wrong, but also interesting socially to see why he is treated that way. So definitely a point of discussion that I'll bring up to him at some point, I think down the line. Uh, I, I guess this has been the one that's kind of been weighing on me for a while now. Mm -hmm. Uh, So you got all these canoes, right? What's next? Like, well, like you, you, you gave me like I, I like I've been I have to tell you I'm both horrified but also deeply impressed with the amount of thought and effort that's gone into undermining the other counselors, putting yourself in a position of power mm-hmm. in order to execute this plan. Yes, uh, and I guess I'm just wondering uh, what's step five. Yes, yeah, step five uh, pretty clearly is the runaway. 
is kind of the biggest way to put it. So basically huh. with these canoes, I'm constructing a mega boat with these. Um, are you familiar with in a hotel that has two queen beds when you yell out mega bed and push the two queen mattresses together? Oh, that's the have, best. Right. And yeah. see the emotion that that brings out in you. That's how I feel every time I attach in their canoe. And I'm just, it's at this point four in the morning usually when I'm doing this mm. and I'm chanting mega boat, mega, mega boat, mega, mega boat. boat. Yeah. yeah. So right now we have that craft of canoes um, and I'm attaching them side by side. So hopefully when I go down the Mississippi River eventually. Mississippi. The Mississippi is the goal. Yeah. We'll do the Missouri River if we need to, but the Mississippi is the goal. Sorry, are we? Yes. Well, I have um, a significant other who I failed to oh. mention up until this point. Oh, congratulations. Thank you. Yes. Mm-hmm. And does your significant other know what, where the canoes are coming from? No, not at this point. Oh. No. And she doesn't know of the canoes or of our exit yet either. <laughs> hmm. Uh, I'll just say, you know, you, you've witnessed what's happened when there's dishonesty or unspoken feelings between your, your mom and your dad. The, right. The, the awkward silences at dinners and, mm-hmm. and so forth. And uh, I'm just wondering, maybe there's a lesson to be learned from that. You know, maybe... Uh, Maybe this is a good chance to be open. Uh, I agree. Mm-hmm. I also, along those same lines, though, feel as though if my mother decided to purchase 20 axes from the local Lowe's or Home Depot <laughs> and present them to my father and say, here are all your axes back, he would be overwhelmed with all of the return of all of his goods. Oh. And I'm hoping for a similar effect when I go to Janet with my 20 to 25 canoes boarded together and I say, look at what I did for you and look at what we can accomplish now. Get on my mega boat and let's ride into the sunset. The, on the Mississippi. On the Mississippi, which yes. is a, which mostly flows north and south. Typically, yes. So, <laughs> I'm not saying it's not a beautiful plan. I'm just saying there's maybe one or two elements of it that. Right. Me, I would. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We will. We will be. We will be heading south primarily for most of the trip. Yeah. Is the plan. Uh huh. Um, as of right now, we'll see. And I feel like the sunset typically mm-hmm. has traditionally been an east to west thing. Would you say, Father? Uh, traditionally, yes. Okay. <laughs> well, with global warming and whatnot, we can't be too sure, you know, <laughs> if that will continue to be the pattern in the future. So, well, uh, you know, you've. Is there anything else you've done for the camp? I, I, I have to imagine it's. They haven't fired you, so right. They uh, haven't fired me. I'm a vocal leader. By choice, yeah. I do a lot of the musical warm-ups for the camp uh-huh. um, around the flagpole each morning. Uh-huh. Um, I have a large range. Um, I'm a tenor by choice, but a baritone was my natural gift from God. Right. Yeah. I uh, I think my vocal strength is something that makes me an asset for the camp. That has that allowed them to also overlook a lot of my horrible behavior and my treatment oh. of others. Because typically when I'm saying anything negative, I'm singing it with such grace and awe that people are overcome and unable to decipher the words and their meaning and the weight of what I'm saying. So that is what I would say is the good that I'm doing right now. Well, uh, I, I guess I'm, uh, I'm just trying to imagine, like, let's say like I, I was like super late. Oh, you're, okay. You're super late. Uh, super late. Or like, I, I don't want to do my rosaries. Like I'm like, ah, oh. rosaries suck or something like okay. that. Ooh. Uh, right. yeah, that's... Uh, I'm just wondering like, uh, you know, how, how do I receive my feedback? Cause uh, it, it's, it sounds like you managed to, uh, to take off some of the edge. Right. So mm-hmm. at this point, based on the structure of our camp, I myself am not dealing with the campers because I'm head counselor. So you would be going through either Brandy mm-hmm. or Gordon or 
Johnny or Malachi are four intermediate counselors. Uh-huh. So they're going to be fielding all those questions or complaints or general feelings from the campers. And then I'm going to have them basically mince down the words and get it to me as quickly as possible about what's going on at the camp. So they're going to give me the message. So let's say you went to Malachi with that complaint. And Malachi receives that from you. He, he processes that internally. And then he goes into my office, which is a small little cabin near the river. Mm-hmm. And he goes to me and he says, he says, uh, rosaries suck. He just relates the message specifically without oh. the context, which is more confusing. But that's just the way originally when I explained it. That's how I explained them to give me the messages. And I'm too stubborn to change that back to receive more information about what's going on. So he would tell me rosaries suck. And I would look him in the eye and uh, I would look him in the eye for a while, actually. Yeah, there's a good period of time where we're just staring at each other. Um, He's sitting, I'm standing, then I sit and he stands. And about 15 to 20 minutes of just a lot of staring, um, just a lot of power plays on my end. Uh, then, you know, I sing a couple couplets back to him, uh, typically flawless rhyme scheme, um, about how to handle the situation. Um, and then he takes that message. He also compacts it, brings it back to the camper. And then he just verbalizes that in the best that he can. Yeah. How's Malachi's voice? Malachi is, you know, and here's the thing, father is we, we all have different voices for a reason. Um, He's a limited baritone, and um, it's not something that I hold against him, but I also just don't want him to try to expand his range and you know, go outside of his comfort zone. Well, it's important to have consistent policies and procedures in place. Yes. It eliminates confusion, makes sure everyone knows what to expect from the process and what the outcomes will be. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I completely agree. Yeah, I'm a big stickler for the rules. Yeah, And even, even the processes to which I execute – my activities, I feel like, have good policies and procedures. The way the so- the safety elements I use when bringing that canoe on the dolly down the highway, because mm-hmm. I'm taking up both lanes of traffic, and this is oh. late at night, and I have you know no bright colors or visibility, huh. so my head's on a swivel. Basically, if I need to get off the road, oh yeah, um, I have an air horn ready to go to blast oncoming traffic. A car needs to come to a sudden halt because I'm you know taking up both lanes, just kind of charging home, and it's about you know. 30, 40 minute walk for me to do that. So usually I run in five or six cars a night that have to deal with that. So yeah, policies and procedures, incredibly important for safety. I completely agree. You get paid for this job? No, no, all volunteer. Yeah. Completely volunteer. The other, the other camp counselors for the other uh, parishes, they get, they get paid pretty hefty stipends. Um, but St. Agnes is all volunteer. Hmm. Um, yeah. Well, I was going to make a point about how, you know, you're already being rewarded for the work materially so taking additional materials was immoral right i mean and it is but i feel like it's kind of taken the wind out of that argument i would say so i would say if anything yeah. it's given more weight to my argument and yeah. is making this visit once again um well i don't want to say once again i am enjoying our conversation father it's been a while you know since i've been back yeah. here like i said well thank you for coming back that's appreciated well, i think oh absolutely i mean i think I think honestly, more so than what my actions are doing to the camp or the campers or my family or anything that has been going on, um, I'm just worried about, I think truly, Father, I'm worried about if Janet will want to come down, come with me down the Mississippi at the end of the day in my mega boat. And I think that's where this all stems from, is not knowing what her heart wants. Uh, well, I've, I've read somewhere, uh, and I can't remember where, um, but a wise saying, which was a uh, Honesty is the best policy. 
uh, and I don't know who that quote is attributed to or uh, what the context was in which it was originally said, but mm-hmm. I feel like it's their wise words. Right. So I'm I thinking, uh, what, what do you, what's the worst that would happen if you told Janet, hey, I've been stealing canoes because I want to run away with you into the sunset uh, at, to the Gulf of Mexico? Mm-hmm. Well, I think it would be tough because Janet right now is also a lifeguard at the camp oh. as well. So I have created a lot of stress for her by taking away all of the canoes. Uh, she has had to pay for pedal boats out of her own pocket all summer. Um, so I feel as though my romantic gesture done for her at the end of the day um, has put her in a tough place though over the course of the summer. And... Um, First couple of weeks when things were happening and people were starting to blame her initially because she was the closest one in proximity and dealing with the canoes most frequently, um, I was pretty quiet when the attacks were coming at her. Um, you know, very similar to the witch once again, you know, yeah. because people, you know, were accusing her of something that she did not do and had no powers to do. And I was knowingly um, off to the side, just pretending to play on my phone and be unaware of the situation. Mm. So I could see how that could kind of backfire. Right. Um, uh, so you know, maybe it's all in how you frame it. Like, uh, hey, I know this has been a tough summer for you, but I've uh, decided to make it up to you through uh, this grand romantic gesture, mm-hmm. and re- like really make the 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 spirit of the gesture the centerpiece, as opposed to, uh, you know, the reason that you had to rescue all those kids was and rent those paddle boats was uh, because I was stealing the canoes. Yes, I think that is most important at this point to make sure that the gesture itself stands alone as being so impressive. That she's able to overlook a lot of her own personal yeah. struggles that have come across, come come on because of me this summer. And uh, part of that also is that I am taking some of the children working on a small children's choir that I'm doing vocal arrangements for. And we're working on um, a pretty complicated piece during the presentation of the Mega Boat. Um, it's got a lot of moving parts to it because obviously it'll be done late at night. So I have to figure out how to trick their parents into thinking it's an overnight camp in order to bring them out to the pine woods on my property um, set them up with little candles and uh, kind of sing this explanation to Janet while I bring out the mega boat um, to her from the woods. So that is something, Father, I would also appreciate help on if you have any experience. I know organizing basically uh, the protest with the witch had to have at least some elements of communal organization to it. Oh yeah, we uh, it was a it was a it was a whole thing. We uh, we had um, uh, like meetings and we had. Uh, uh, t- we like watched other movies about witches and things like that, and, mm. um, uh, just to kind of do our research. And I got th- there's some good witch movies out there. Oh, really? Um, yeah, but uh, yeah, uh, we made it. We made it sort of a social and fun thing. It sounds like that's what you're aiming for too. But I, I've got to tell you, I, I feel like you know, you make that. You know, you do the unveiling. Mm-hmm. You know, eat with all this pomp and circumstance. And I feel like you know, in any context, you run that risk of uh, Janet, you know, just being livid when she mm-hmm. finds out that's where the canoes went. Right. You know, it, it's like when someone does like the grand proposal at a you know, out in the a plaza or at a, at a sports event, and you realize, like, oh no, the the other, you know, their their partner was actually thinking of, uh, you know, uh, moving on or seeing other people or something. Ooh, mm-hmm. what bad timing! So I feel like by making it a big, giant gesture mm-hmm. with a children's chorus, you you might be setting yourself up for a, a, dis- a public disappointment. Right, and that's the risk that I have to take on specifically because she has been seeing Malachi the last couple of weeks. Yeah, oh. he uh, he has been a sturdy shoulder to lean on um, this summer for her, uh, which, you know, has been tough to watch from a distance as well. You know, I want to step in there, but at this point, I'm so far down my path. I feel like I have to continue what I'm doing and make my gesture so large in order to win her heart back. But, 
you know, every every night that I wait to steal one more canoe and prepare the mega boat, I feel like that's just one more day that she gets to spend with Malachi mm. and closer that they're getting. Um, I did also, along the lines of witch movies, though, have a Blair Witch style spoof um, reveal, which I wanted to do as well. But mm. I had trouble filming it just with myself in the woods. Huh. Um, so I ended up throwing out that. But I have a copy if you ever would be interested or if you, the priests, ever want one for movie night. Oh, that'd be great. Okay, yeah. great. Yeah. Yeah, we love Blair Witch, and we got so excited when we found out there was a Blair Witch 2 Book of Shadows. Mm. Uh, and, boy, that was a letdown. Yes, huge, mm. huge letdown. Mm. Do you, how often are your movie nights with the other uh, fathers? Uh, we do it uh, once a month, but just before the midnight showing at the theater that we have to go protest. Oh, <laughs> excellent. Yeah. So you watch it at um, in the rectory and then make your way down to watch mm-hmm. it at the main movie theater? Yeah. To watch. Okay, mm-hmm. very cool. Yeah, it's 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 actually I, I you know we, we shouldn't enjoy protesting a, a work that promotes uh, evil and witchcraft, but mm-hmm. uh, come to look forward to it. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And we've got lots of other people who like I have. There's there's two guys who dress up as me and oh. they they do selfies with me every time. That is fun. <laughs> yeah. Do you have an Instagram father? Is there any way I could see those pictures or? Oh, uh, the church does. Uh, oh, great. yeah. And uh, we don't post any any pictures like that because we don't want to promote it. But we're tagged in a lot of them. Okay. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Yeah, I will. I will search. I will search the filters for that. Um, I gotta say, uh, sometimes you know, ma- you know, instead of the big grand gesture, maybe uh, maybe Malachi is onto something here. Maybe you know, giving someone the, the personal attention and treating them with respect and working on the relationship directly is uh, you know more effective than a, than the big grand uh, centerpiece. In theory, I couldn't agree more. Mm-hmm. But um, in execution, yeah, you've kind of you're kind of far down that. Yeah, I think my path, you know, really is villainous at its core mm-hmm. because I've been ostracized from society. Um, I've been bullied to the point of no redemption. Oh. Um, but I'm hoping that with this grandiose gesture and um, I feel as though I'm kind of entering a Chris McCandless type territory, the Alexander Super Tramp um, into the wild, you know, oh, where yeah. you hit your wits like this, like society's treated you one way and you're so fed up with it that you just have to go break and do, go off and do your own mm-hmm. thing. Um, so, yes, if my proposal um, to Janet uh, doesn't work for her to join me, I will probably take the mega boat by myself and um, head head straight down the river into the sunset. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, um. Uh, I got to, I, I can't endorse the, uh, the, I can't endorse that plan, but I certainly wish you the best of luck with it. It's, it seems like, uh, your, um, methods while horribly villainous and hurtful are, uh, well-intentioned. Right. I think I have a heart beyond reparation at this point and I don't uh, want to blame anyone else well, for that, that specifically, but I would like to blame <laughs> a little bit of everyone's actions cumulatively. <laughs> and I think though, by... Oh, yeah, yeah. Right. You know, because I think that the hate in my heart, because it's not placed on one person or one action specifically, and it's just a general, unknowing, anxious anger at the world, I feel as though that is less immoral to power my actions, Father, if if I may. I'm just trying to balance out the uh, hating everybody as opposed to like just having a beef with someone. Mm. Uh, debatable. Okay. Mm. Uh, yeah, I, I feel like I feel like you're dangerously close, like a like a Doctor Doom uh, style scenario here. Yeah, like, I feel on the brink of that every morning when yeah. I wake up. I, uh, We've all yeah. been there. I am having trouble looking myself in the mirror quite often. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes I just stand there and stare at myself. 
for minutes on end and just try to look into my soul and I just, it's getting darker and darker. Um, so that's why I feel like my internal clock is running out and I need to, I need to win Janet and get on the river soon because if I'm staying in this town much longer, God knows what will happen. Well, why don't we talk penance? Sure. Let's do it. <laughs> cool. Uh, uh, first of all, I, I'm going to, I'm going to make the suggestion and, uh, you know, uh, take it or leave it. Okay. Uh, it's entirely up to you, but, uh, I would say take it. Okay. Um, I would say, uh, bring back those canoes. Okay. Uh, I said, yeah, re- return those canoes, uh, own up to it. Uh, you know, uh, let everyone know that no, Thomas wasn't the one, uh, stealing the canoes and, uh, you know, uh, maybe get, if you can, if you know where those axes are, now's a good time to let your, let your dad know that right. no mom was not stealing and throwing away your axes. Uh, I was using them to build a mega boat. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, um, you know, I think just in general, just, uh, you know, try to like really cultivate a spirit of like, uh, of, of community and support, you know, even if, you know, even if Janet and Malachi banging together is not your cup of tea, which I know it's not, uh, you know, maybe just say, Hey, good for them. I'm going to find my, uh, my own way now. And then, uh, why don't we say one, our father and one Hail Mary. Father, I appreciate your insight today. And I, uh, once again, like you said, take it or leave it. Um, realistically i'm not going to take it yeah. uh to I'm be just, as frank with you as possible because honesty is the best policy at the end of yeah, the day and i just want to be hey, honest with you right now hey you know what if, if you take nothing else away except for that then i've done at least part of my job well thank you father i will i will do uh part of a, an our father and a little bit of a hail mary mm. um and i father i actually i brought one of the axes today to give you um oh. as a thank you um and feel free to bring it to the next protest um you know, your next monthly protest before the movie, if you want for photos or for whatever. Um, but this is just a gift from me. So I'm just going to slide this under the screen. Oh, th- oh, this is a nice axe. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is a, this quality craftsman. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, um, I, I feel like since you told me you're going to outright reject and doing any penance, I can't really grant you absolution, <laughs> but, uh, if you wouldn't mind just uh, resetting the climate control to where it was uh, when you came in. Oh, okay, absolutely. I will do. I will do green for go. Actually, you know what? No, I will do red for stop. Yeah, and perfect. To stop the the temperature. Yeah. Oh man! All right. Well, it's hot outside. I'm uh, I'm gonna put my shirt back on and <laughs> head on out of here. Uh, Father, it has been a pleasure. I uh, I doubt we'll ever speak to each other again. To be frank. Um. But I, I do thank you for your work, and uh, I think I think you're a good guy. And uh, you know, enjoy uh, enjoy New Orleans. Thank you so much. And that concludes another episode of the Our Father podcast. Thanks, as always, to our priest, Father Patrick Connolly. You can see Patrick perform every Saturday with World News Tonight at the I.O. Theater in Chicago. You can also see him perform Thursdays at 9 p.m. with Max AC at the Bug House Theater. Our guest confessor this episode was Andrew Lemna. Go see Andrew perform with his team Little Heroes in the Thursday show at Logan Square Improv. Go to logansquareimprov.com for more information. Special thanks to Rudy Mendoza and Spencer Hamilton. If you like the show, please leave us a rating and review wherever you listen to podcasts, or even easier, tell a friend about us. Also, if you'd like to donate to the show, please go to patreon.com slash arcade audio to leave your monthly tithings. 
follow us on Twitter, Our Father Pod, and send emails of your own confessions to arcadeaudio.net slash confessions. Until next time, I'm Rich. God bless. Thank you for playing Arcade Audio. Play more at arcadeaudio.net.